0: Hi, my name is Emily Riley. I'm here today with my colleague, Shara McKinney, and we are both uh, trainers with Starnet Regions 1 and 3 in Illinois. We just wrapped up what I believe was our fourth book study that we've offered uh, and facilitated on Coaching with Powerful Interactions, a guide to uh, partnering with early childhood teachers written by Judy Jablin, Amy Dombro, and Sean Johnson. I um, just wanted to mention this is actually one of my favorite book studies to facilitate and just how rewarding it is to really see professionals reflect on their current practices and how the principles and concepts um, from powerful interactions Actions can support them in their role, um, helps them to challenge their thinking and even just widen their perspective or lens on what it actually means to be a coach. And one of the aspects I appreciate as well about this framework for coaches is it's based on kind of a set of principles and steps that really can be utilized um, across a variety of setting and context, even if you're not um, in kind of an official coaching capacity. So I always see there's so many takeaways professionally and even uh, personally in your life um, with some of these principles and how to communicate effectively. (laughs) Um, so there's lots of nuggets in this book, but today I'm going to focus on one um, that comes right out of chapter two. And in that chapter, they focus on the five principles of the framework. Um, and those principles are really kind of interweaved throughout all of the steps um, of powerful interactions. Um, but the, that principle I'm going to share is called articulation. And the reason I chose to share this one is because before working with Starnet, I was a director of a lab school uh, and also worked as a master teacher mentoring pre-service professionals. And in that role, I always tried to emphasize, you know, the why uh, behind what people were doing and their decision-making and challenge people to think about, um, you know, the choices they're making, their decisions, and how it relates to developmentally appropriate practices and child development in general. So this strategy of articulation uh, can support that and helps educators, I think, to move forward um, in their thinking with greater intentionality. So articulation really is about coaches observing teachers' practices and interactions, and then objectively and accurately describing the practice and the impact it had on the child um, and their learning and development. So it really helps teachers make a connection between why they are doing what they are doing and helps them to be more intentional in the future. So let's just, I'll just share kind of an example of what this might sound like or look like in the classroom. So as an example, let's say you've been working with a teacher who has a goal of providing more opportunities for meaningful math experiences, or um, another scenario might be that you noticed um, a particular teacher was using flashcards um, to kind of introduce a math concept of comparison. So let's say you come in and you observe that particular teacher and you happen to notice um, that teacher's implementing a a small group experience during free play time with a group of students. Um, The teacher ended up showing an object and then asked children if they could go find something in the room with the same shape and bring it back. Um, And then when they brought it back, of course, um, she asked a lot of open-ended questions and prompted their thinking with comparison and um, similarities and differences. Um, So knowing that this teacher has a goal of increasing meaningful math opportunities for students, um, or in the other situation that you had seen instances of math experiences that were not developmentally appropriate, as the coach, you would want to, you know, take note and share your observation of the positive example of of meaningful math. Um, So in this case, your articulation might sound something like, I noticed you supported a small Group experience for three children focus, focusing on math concepts. Um, and that gave them an opportunity to search the room for items to compare with one another. You integrated movement, hands on materials within the children's environment to support their math learning. Uh, movement helps keep children engaged and allows them to use all of their senses to learn. Um, so, with that form of articulation, it really validates what the teacher did. It also links it to the why, which opens up an opportunity to build upon the skill and discuss or problem solve other aspects um, of the day and routine when uh, similar development appropriate strategies um, could be used to teach math concepts. So that is articulation in a nutshell. Um, Again, you can find that in chapter two. It's just one of the principles of powerful interactions. So Cheryl, I'm going to hand it over to you and let you share kind of some of the, one of the concepts that really resonates with you from this um, this book Coaching with Powerful
1: Interactions. Okay, Thank you, Emily. Um, I chose a strategy uh, called Listen to Learn. It's a co- connect strategy that's in chapter three, which is Coaching with Powerful Interactions, the three steps. So in this particular um Listen to learn. I feel is really important because it kind of, for me, goes back to the three components of powerful interactions, which is be present, uh, connect, and extend learning. And so, thinking about that, if if we're not listening to the to the um, person, we're not connecting. And before we want to be with that person we need to be present so we need to quiet that static and so to me it it is a bridge between the be present and extend learning because if i'm not listening as a coach to a teacher i'm not learning what her her how what she's doing well and what she feels is a struggle or a um, challenge and that will guide on to extend, extending the learning. So to me, this strategy is a great bridge between between the be present and, and the extend learning. And I feel like it is just, you can get a wealth of knowledge, but we also need to think about how do we listen? And I like the tips that they have in the book. Um, so sometimes just... How do we convey that we're listening? Just like sometimes, you know, you're nodding your head or you're saying, uh-huh, or you might say some comments like, oh, that's interesting or whatever. So that the pe- the teacher or person is really uh, aware that you're listening to what they're saying. We also need to really keep an open mind and not be judging um, but we should be expressing that we're curious about, well, well tell me more about that or why uh, what what do you think will happened and why do you think that happened, et cetera. The one key thing that I have found working with teachers and it comes up several times in, in our um, in our book study was taking notes while we're listening because we can't remember, um, if we're working with several teachers, what they may have said, and that also is a way to show that we're a good listener, also, um, and it gives us way to f- to give feedback, like, oh, you just described uh, a certain strategy, or you just, you know, showed how that was effective in what you just said. So, another thing is to check for our understanding because. I have been in situations where I thought the person meant one thing and they were they meant something completely different. So it's always helpful to paraphrase or use some different words to summarize so that the person knows you really do understand and you really know that you you got the right information. So so what I hear you saying is uh, that's one of the phrases you could use or, you know, just just to clarify and then. One of the things I think we really need to to do is um, make sure that we allow some pauses for thinking is another tip that they suggest. Because sometimes when we're talking, we sometimes as a coach or as a coachee needs to kind of gather our thoughts and um, then we can uh, answer a question or problem solve or whatever, but not to constantly interrupt, um, but allow for some of that, um, that pause. It's just like what we all, we do when we're working with kids. Sometimes we need to give them a, a chance to process as well as, as a, as a teacher may need to. And then, um, try to think about, um, your own agenda and maybe quiet that agenda because, um you know you know how you would have handled a certain situation, or you know how you would have arranged a room or you would have done such and such, but they they need to hear um not what you would have done, but some suggestions um from what you can tell them what they have already done so um, so we have to quiet our own agenda when we're thinking about that, so I really feel like this um. Listen to learn is a really critical piece for uh, the coaching with powerful interactions because it just bridges the two. It's right in the middle with the connection, of course, but it does a great job of connecting, being present, as well as leading into extending the, the children's learning or excuse me, the teacher's learning, which extends the learning of the children.
0: Yes, yeah, absolutely. Hard to really listen to learn if you're not present for sure. So really helpful tips to consider. We hope, um, you know, those were just two little nuggets from the book. We do hope that maybe piqued your interest in wanting to explore this, um, framework, the Coaching with Powerful Actions, a little bit further. Um, It is a publication of NAEYC, National Association of Education for Young Children, so you could search for it there. Um, You could also reach out to us, uh, StarNet Regions 1 and 3 in Illinois, and request um, a book study to be added to our calendar or to facilitate with your staff, um, give you some pointers and feedback on how you could structure that in your program if you're interested Um, or within your organization if you're working with you know mentors and supervisors and coaches so um, I think that's all we have for today unless Cheryl you wanted to add any
1: closing thoughts no I just think we have to always be willing to listen and learn from others as well as as come with our own ideas
0: excellent well thank you so much everyone Um, we hope you found this valuable take care